welcome back to another episode of Kidmen in 10. We are working through the book Strong Enough to Last by David Boyd, and it is building spiritual depth into our kids. So today's training um, episode is coming out of the next chapter called Responsive in Worship. So here we go. In this chapter, David Boyd says, Worship is the act of thanking God for his goodness and greatness. Worship lavishes love on the one who first loved us. Like prayer, worship introduces kids to a deeper understanding of God through intimate times with him. Worship is an action. Um, it's, it's meant to show adoration or devotion. We have to actively do this in order to show that we are worshiping. So in Psalms 148, 12 through 13, it says, Young men and young women, old men and children, let them all praise the name of the Lord, for his name is very great. His glory towers over the earth and heaven. This doesn't say just some people, doesn't say the older people um, or adults. It says all praise the name of the Lord. It doesn't matter what age, everyone should be responsive in worship. And in Psalm 51, 15, it says, Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. So, Showing our kids in our kids' ministry how to be responsive in worship is so important. We're going to go through a few significant opportunities that David lists out in his book that offer us times to help the kids be responsive in worship. Some of these can be adapted into a classroom setting as well. It doesn't have to be just in the Sunday kids services. So they are one during the song service, two during an interlude segment, three during a prolonged altar experience, and four during altar call. So we're going to go through each one of these real quick and then at the end we'll have some questions of how we can adapt these into our kids ministry across the board not just in kids services but how could we adapt these into a classroom setting as well so first up the song service for true worship to take place there needs to be no distractions and children need to be able to center their thoughts fully on god kids hunger for these times of experiences we need to also teach them to use these times to listen to God. Hearing His voice as they worship Him will prepare them to be Spirit-led and Spirit-empowered. So these times we have um, not just praise songs where they're doing motions, but we have to have those times and those opportunities as well where there is no distractions and motions. Those are great but we want to make sure that we also have a balance of those times where they can learn to really dig in and hear the voice of God. And how we do that can be in multiple different ways. 
Uh, we have done this before in our services where we've had a worship time before we go into uh, our lesson. We've had worship time at the end. So it really just depends on what is going to work best for our ministry or if someone else is listening in on this podcast, what works best for your ministry. Second, interludes. These are times within services or class teaching that um, provide an opportunity to for kids to speak words of praise to God. Uh, we can call them power praise breaks. Between 30 seconds and three minutes is all we want um, to do these. We don't want to go longer than three minutes and we don't want to go shorter than 30 seconds. These praise breaks teach kids that we can stop and thank God at any time when we remember awesome things he's done. So Psalms 34.1 says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. So how often do we really do this in our own lives? We usually get caught up in the daily grind, what we have to do, our to-do list, our planner, what's going on. And a lot of times we too as adults uh, forget to stop and give God praise, even if it's just a 30 second praise break. So these interlude times are super important to be able to start adding in these praise breaks. Our third uh, thing is altar calls. Many, many ministry leaders view the altar call only as an opportunity for a salvation response. The altar is more than just a place for salvation and repentance. The altar can be f- free of distractions. And at the altar, we can teach that it can be anywhere they are. Altars don't have to be in one place or in a certain location. So during altar calls, this is a great time to teach them that even though they're, they're at the altar right now, that they can make an altar wherever they are. They can make an altar in their homes. They can make an altar in their bedroom. They can make an altar at their chair during kids service. And so it's super important for them to understand that there doesn't have to necessarily be music going. There doesn't have to necessarily be um, someone telling you what to say or what to do during music for it to be worship but that an altar is a place for them to focus on God and learn to hear his voice and during those times we're truly worshiping God. Prolonged altar times is the fourth and last item So this is going to be in like camps, special services, even VBS that we have coming up. We make regular services fun without focusing on just entertainment. Um, And we need to give them time to discover God through intimate moments. And a lot of times prolonged altar times are more readily available to do at camps and special services and VBS when you're not bound to an hour and a half to two hour schedule. Um, But we have to make sure that um, we do provide those times. So when we have VBS or special service coming up, we want to make sure that we do offer that prolonged altar time for them to really dig in and hear God and worship Him.
so our last segment of today's podcast in the home parents can include times of worship in their homes through music thanksgiving sessions think praise breaks at home and even altar times at home um so we have a couple questions to close out today and number one for to follow up with that in the home how can we resource our families to be responsive in worship what can we provide them um, resource wise that's tangible what can we provide them resource wise that is something we can give them um, ideas for on how they can be responsive in worship not just their kids but their entire family how can they be responsive in worship at home and then the second question how and when can we incorporate these ideas across our kids ministry how can we incorporate um, at least one or two of these um, throughout our kids ministry obviously prolonged altar times are going to be more um, camp and special services and vbs but on the other three ideas where can we incorporate them and how can we incorporate them so i hope that you enjoyed today and i look forward to the next uh, podcast episode the next one we're going to focus on the chapter in david's book strong enough to last um, called biblically fluent that's our third goal in building spiritual depth in our kids so i hope to uh, connect with you next time